Don't ignore half of me so you can fit me into a box. Evelyn Hugo. Welcome to episode 50 of the Turn Right Podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host. On today's episode, we are going to be doing a deep dive and book review of The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid, which I very recently finished reading. I'm going to first review the book and give some of my thoughts on it and then give some takeaways so that you as an author can hopefully emulate these practices into your work and strengthen your writing process. So overall, I would give the book about 8.5 stars out of 10. I don't really like to use the Goodreads scale of just five stars because I think a book is a lot more complex than that. Um, So I give it about an 8.5. And the reason for that rating is most of the detractors for me were from the artistic elements of the book. I favor something a little bit more artistic. I really love metaphors, similes, imagery. Um, I also felt like the novel could have been a little bit more voicey. I'm a huge fan of a very deep perspective and like the protagonist is directly talking to me and I find a lot of books don't have that quality and I as well didn't see it in this story. But with that being said, this is a great story, great plot, really complex characters and I thoroughly enjoyed it and would recommend it. As contrasted with another book by this author, Daisy Jones and the Six, I thought Evelyn Hugo was a lot stronger than Daisy Jones and the Six, Um, and some of the shortcomings of that story, I think, were made up in this one right here. So number one, I think this story was so successful because of the complex characters. I think this largely carried the story. Evelyn Hugo is not this one-dimensional character by any means. At a first glance, we think this story is about all of her husbands, and we kind of think she may be this shallow, yet glamorous Hollywood icon. Soon we learn she's a lot more layered than that. I think the author does a good job of representing a bisexual character. I think it's really important how the author kind of dove into that confusion that Evelyn had of her own sexuality and her own journey to accepting that. I also think the character of Harry Cameron was also very complex. At a first glance, we think Harry and Evelyn are simply in love. Evelyn tells the reader that she did love Harry, but it was in a different way than anticipated. Celia St. James is another very intriguing character. She comes from this southern wealthy background where it's definitely not accepted to be the way she is. And the story is really interesting at what lengths these main characters go to hide their sexuality and to stay in the inner Hollywood circles and to continue to make movies and make these sacrifices for wealth and fame. Very interesting and complex dynamic to me. Number two, I quite simply have not seen this plot before. I love a surprising plot, one that I've never seen before, and when you've read as many books as me, it gets harder and harder to find unique plots. And usually you're relying on the character and the author's voice and writing style to carry the story. But this plot, in my opinion, is something I've never seen before. I have never seen such a popular book with a bunch of 
characters that weren't straight that played into this dynamic of preserving their sexuality of that being such a big part of them and uncovering that in the way that the author did i thought it was really crafty how she sort of set this up and we spent a good chunk of maybe like the first quarter or so of the book believing evelyn to be straight um believing her attraction to celia to be mostly platonic and then it was like major plot twist evelyn reveals her feelings to celia and their relationship starts to progress but there's lots of obstacles in the way and then whenever evelyn marries harry i think that's really a big turning point and celia um, marries a partner as well and then the four of them kind of exist together in this bubble and things get even dicier whenever um Evelyn decides to have a child with Harry and how that affects her relationship with Celia. So it's a really thick plot and one that I haven't seen in other stories. I have seen countless stories take the love triangle, countless stories, um, you know, talk about affairs, secrecy, forbidden love. Those are big themes like dating back to William Shakespeare with the forbidden love and love triangles. Um, but this sort of like love swap, if you will, um, is definitely something that I haven't seen. And so to me, that was really intriguing. And I wanted to understand their perspectives. I wanted to learn more. And it really kept me flipping through the pages. Number three, serious topics. I do enjoy a story with more serious elements. I think serious and big elements evoke big reactions in the reader and they are the true way to get the reader to empathize with the characters. I feel so much more empathy towards Evelyn and Celia and Harry because of what they've been through. You know, this isn't like some little breakup or getting a B on a spelling test. Yes, those are things that get us down, but these incidences created real empathy in the reader. The story touched on domestic abuse abuse within relationships, trivialness of Hollywood, drugs, alcoholism, marrying for money, the LGBTQ rights movement, the Stonewall riots, heartache, losing people that you love. The story was pretty heavy at times, but it gave me a tremendous amount of empathy for the characters, and it really increased the stakes of the story. I was really invested in what ultimately Evelyn was going to choose. The stakes for Monique, the narrator, were also pretty high. Um, there was a lot of seriousness around her background. What happened to her father? How did he pass away? That was kind of a mystery that was unraveled throughout the story, Monique's ghost, if you will. And how was Monique really tied to Evelyn? Monique was going through a divorce. She was kind of overlooked at her magazine. She wanted to make strides in her career. She didn't know if that was right because her husband left her to move to San Francisco. So there was a lot of serious stuff that the narrator was dealing with as well as the protagonist and the main characters. Number four, we have a compelling theme. The central theme of this story is establishing and loving your own identity at the expense of fame, popularity, and fitting in. It's a timeless theme, but I think it was a fresh take on it. 
I think anyone can relate to having to hide a part of yourself because it's not accepted by society. You know, whether you were the kid growing up who wasn't very athletic and you always struggled to fit in with the jocks in gym class, if you were the nerdy brainiac who wore glasses and maybe wasn't considered attractive by society's standards, you know, you might have struggled to find a date for prom or something like that, or whether it was your sexuality and and not being accepted by parents, friends, family, or just society at large. And it's kind of admirable how much Evelyn loves her career and she's so willing to do anything for it. And we understand that because the author did a good job at uncovering her past. And we understand that Evelyn came from a really humble background and she was abused by her father and she had to use her sexuality to get places in life. She was a very pretty woman and that's how she made her career. And in the time that she was a famous Hollywood actress, basically straight women were the model idea of beauty and straight women were looked up to and, you know, there were not laws existing to protect gay or lesbian people. So there was that element of it too, not only just not being accepted by society, but this whole other layer of conflict. We see how Evelyn progresses from this woman that only cares about her appearance and her sexuality and the way she's perceived and the fame and the money and the popularity to someone that's very raw and has come to terms with her life and has realized the ultimate lesson that people are most important and that you have to stay true to yourself. So it was a really strong arc with a really strong theme and I found it very redeemable. And that was something that I didn't care for about Daisy Jones and the Six. I did not find that Daisy and Billy, the two protagonists, were very redeemable characters. I found Daisy to be pretty shallow. And I didn't really understand how Billy got so swept up in his addictions. And I didn't understand that because I didn't feel as much of a connection or insight into their backstories. But the way the author really started at the beginning of Evelyn's life, from whenever her mother passed away when she was little, to her abusive relationship with Don Adler, the different things she had to do to get parts and to eventually get nominated for an Oscar, I understood the choices she made and why she went to such lengths to hide the true person that she was. For me, it was a very compelling and reflective theme that was well done within the story. And number five. The story was so successful because it was well-paced. Yes, it was 479 pages, but those were a quick 479 pages. I thought Taylor Jenkins Reid did a good job with presenting the backstory, presenting the ghost of Evelyn's past, to intertwining it with, with Monique's life and showing those parallels. The story progressed pretty quickly and we saw different parts of Evelyn's life. It was easy to see how she changed when she went from one husband to the next and all of the different players. So to me, there was a lot in the story and it was very well paced, good balance between plot and character. The only thing that I think could have been better was, like I said, more use of metaphor and imagery, but that kind of writing style is not for everyone. And in the grand scheme of this book, that was small potatoes. So that's my hot take on The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. 
like I said, I thought it was a really quality book, really well done. I really enjoyed the characters and the theme of the story. Let me know if you read that book and what you thought of it by leaving me a comment on this podcast. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.